Did you hear the really good lie about clovers? No. The sham rocks. Itch manners. It took me a second because I wasn't sure if that was the rest of the joke or not. The sham, because the sham is a lie. Right. And it's a really good lie about the clover, so the sham rocks. Sure. Okay. Hey, you know what? <laughs> I'm doing my best over here. Hello, Internet. Welcome to Schmanners. I'm your husband host, Travis McElroy. And I'm your wife host, Teresa McElroy. And you're listening to Schmanners. It's Extraordinary Etiquette. For Ordinary Occasions. Hello, my dove. Hello, dear. I'm doing my best over here. I know. I, it was, I wasn't sure. It's a very short punchline. I know. I know. But listen, I know. But here we are. Hi, here everybody. We are. We're, so this will be out not on St. Patrick's Day. This because will be we're recording it on St. Patrick's Day. On St. Patrick's Day. Correct, correct, correct. But, but it could still be about St. Patrick's Day. Yes, we've we've done a couple of St. Patrick's Day episodes now. We have. It is, uh, I like it uh, for, I don't know, very personal reasons. It feels like, uh, and I'm sure I've talked about this before, but it feels very much like one of those holidays, much like uh, Halloween, where it evolves over time. Sure. For me, at least, as a you know, young man mm-hmm. out there eating Lucky Charms and wearing green and pinching at school. <laughs> and then you Don't get, pinch people. No, don't pinch people. Uh, and then you get to, you know, uh, young adulthood, 21 to, uh, let's say, 30. Where you're drinking half and halves. Well, I'm doing that now, too, but this is my first one of the day. Right, um, yes. As opposed to perhaps beginning at 10 a.m. Oh, um, is that something you did? You know, I don't think it needs to be uh, discussed, but yes. Um, I'm not, I am I mean. You are not as much of a consumer of alcohol. I'm, I'm not, and I day drinking is fun in moderation. Just that 10 a.m. is quite a uh, an early time for your first eight slices of bread, a la Guinness. Well, I'm talking about when I was like 22. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? And like calories were a joke and meant nothing. <laughs> you know, calories were as uh, humors are to me. You know? I, uh, yes. uh, calories, that old rumor. I yes. used to think. Um, and so, you know, you, you, you day drink for a while and then you day nap and then, <laughs> uh, you know, you uh, hang out with your friends and, you know, waste the day away. Yeah. But now, as an adult, I see it as a chance to cook some really yummy food for my family. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, I just like special occasions, you know? You sure do. And now even more so, I would say even now more so uh, as a parent. I see BB getting excited uh, about, you know, making shamrocks and I made her some green milk and that was enough. <laughs> you know, that's something. She keeps talking about the St. Patrick's Day party we're having, which we're not. We're not. But she just kept saying like, we're going to be late for the St. Patrick's Day party. Everyone's going to be here. And I don't know what she's talking about, but here we are. But speaking of shamrocks. Uh, wait a second. I do want to ask you, you, do you have Irish heritage? Well, you know, here's the thing. The problem is, and this is true of a lot of people who came through, uh, you know, the passage over to America in like early, you know, late, late 1800s, early 1900s, a lot of name changes happen. Yeah. So one of two things is possible, right? Either uh, I am of the McElroy lineage, right? Where McElroy is Irish, what, a- ancestrally, I guess, uh, or 
it is a uh, changing of like McGill of Ray or mm. something like that. Okay. Uh, that is a Scottish name that was changed. You know what I mean? But if I do, it's far back enough that it's not like I know the names of the people. You know what right. I mean? Right. Yeah. Well, uh, in my family, the folklore was that yes, we had a quarter Irish uh, in our ancestry, but. Um, Upon further digging, that doesn't seem to be uh, real. <laughs> well, I mean, that's the thing is like my dad has done the cheek swabby thing and it was like it came back something like 70 percent Scotch Irish. Right. Right. So it's like, OK, well, that doesn't clear anything. Right. Out. Those are two different places. Right. I mean, as far as our family tree goes for my family, uh, mostly German. Yeah. 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 German ours, ours, ours is that, you know, that UK area mm-hmm. base there's there's not a lot of deviation from you probably could have guessed that from looking at us yeah that yeah. we have a uh, european ancestry yeah there's not going to be a lot of surprises in there but you know it's the kind of thing i think of uh we are the, uh irish on about three days out of the year you know what i mean like that's what i feel <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> okay i'm ready to talk about shamrocks now. okay the shamrock the clover same thing, question mark? No one knows. Well, I was going to play my favorite game, oh, which boy. is, what do you know about shamrocks? <sighs> and you would say, it's a okay. clover, No, you right? know what? No, you know what? And I would no. say. Oh, I'm in it to win it this time. Hey, back off. Get off Get off me. <laughs> I've remembered at the last second this is a clean podcast. <laughs> um, I know a couple things. One, yes, I would have said it's like a clover, right? But I also know... That one of those things, much in the way of we've talked about the Christianization of many things, Christian rebrand, mm-hmm. that they like the three leaf of the clover to be like the Holy Trinity, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And that's like a thing, right? Am I anywhere close? Okay. That so, I'm, and I said I know many things, and it seems that I know one wrong thing, <laughs> and I'm unsure of one thing. Okay. So almost two things. The shamrock is not actually a clover, or it doesn't actually have to be a clover. It's a design, right? A lot like a Celtic knot, right? Okay, so it comes- I have no idea what I'm talking about, folks. It comes from the Irish word shamrog, Uh uh, which translates to little clover, but again, that's pretty vague uh, because there are dozens of varieties of clovers and plants that look like clovers. Mm-hmm. And even the Irish don't have a specific consensus on what an actual shamrock is. And we know this because in a 1988 survey conducted by the National Botanic Gardens in Dublin, yep. it was revealed that most of the time... Sometimes I agree with stuff very emphatically, and I don't really know why I'm agreeing. Like, yep, that's what I was expecting. I mean, it sounds very legit. I know, but it's not like I was like, I knew she was going to say the National Botanical Society of Dublin. That's <laughs> Ah, yeah, the old NBS. S-O-D, <laughs> my favorite. Uh, what Irish refer to as shamrocks are normally one of four different plants. Oh, boy. The hop clover, the white clover, the red clover, or the black medic. What? The black medic is the only one that isn't technically in the clover family, but you'd never know by looking at it. I mean, it's a small green plant with three clover leaves, and it even sprouts a little yellow flower in the early spring. And why does it have such all, a cool name? Well, it's all part of the pea family, and I'm not sure why. What? Sometimes I think people are just having a lot of fun with that. You know what I mean? Like, 
this is the sword of God. I'm like, it's a blade of grass. What are you talking about? Hey, can you just call it grass two or something? What are you doing? Have um, a lot of fun with it. If I ever discover something, you know I'm calling it a Travis. I know. And you not are. just like Travis is going to be called a Travis. You have to say a Travis. Oh, that's a Travis. That's the the thing I can't wait. Uh BB is very into dinosaurs at the moment. And I can't wait for her to start finding out that like there's like a Philadelphia sore yeah. or or whatever. <laughs> Smithsonian. Well, that's or a Robert sore. Exactly. Yeah. And people pretty much just dug up bones and named it after stuff. Yep. Um so basically, if you're looking for a shamrock, any small green three-leafed plant will do. Okay. And I mean, that's that's the other thing. I suppose I always thought that it was like a four-leaf. I mean, okay, I know what a shamrock looks like. It has three leaves. Yes. But somehow I thought it was related to the four-leaf clover. No, I, I the four a four-leaf clover is a mutation of of a clip, right? Like it's not. It's not a normal uh, clover, or else you'd be able to plant four-leaf clovers and have them everywhere and be the luckiest SOB on the planet. Right. You are correct. They are a mutation. Uh, but the most common legend about the importance of the plant is that, like you said, St. Patrick used a shamrock to explain Christianity to uh -huh. the ancient Celts. Uh-huh. Um, he told them that each leaf represented a particular part of the Trinity, Father, Son, yeah. Holy Ghost. Ooh. And when you wear a shamrock, it's a tribute to St. Patrick and his missionary work, which is like sure. his whole thing. We talked about that. He, quote, saved Ireland. Yeah. Meaning he uh, was a missionary and brought Christianity and tried to turn all the pagans into Christians. Yep. There may or may not have been snakes. Probably not. Listen Probably to that not. episode. We did a whole thing about it. We don't have any proof that he used a shamrock to elucidate. No, that would be a weird thing to know for sure. Like, the only way you would know for sure is if someone's like, yes, I saw it, and then I told my child who told their child. <laughs> like, I'll never forget the time that St. Patrick, uh, you know, treated us all <laughs> like idiots. <laughs> but the shamrock was a very important thing to the Celts. Uh, the goddess Danu was the Irish mother goddess. And the three leaves weren't the Holy Trinity. They were a symbol of the life cycle of Danu as the maiden, the mother, and the crone. Yeah. See, once again, I feel like it's a rebrand thing, right? Oh, like, Oh, an important symbol, you say. Ah, uh, you know, strange you should mention that. It also happens to be important to us now that you mention it. <laughs> uh, and the three was very important as well. Um, it's a magic so number. It is, it is a magic number. Um, and there are several different kind of like triads in the culture. So like the divisions of the soul into the mind, body, and spirit, mm -hmm. the land, the sea, the sky, yep. the underworld, middle world, and upper world. You have courage strength and wisdom in the Triforce. Yep. Uh, and you just went with the, nature, hey, truth, and knowledge. That was a Zelda thing, and you oh. rolled with it, and I appreciate you. I mean, it makes sense. Okay. Um, and so Celtic society was actually organized around the number three, with three classes, colors, and by some accounts, three like main gods. Mm -hmm. um, and so the Shamrock was totally in line with all of that great I stuff. I mean, it, it makes a lot of sense, right? Because, I mean... It's the reason we have three branches of government, right? The idea being that with only two, it's not a good support system, right? You can't really balance on two. Three right. is the smallest number that you can balance something on. 
uh, consistently. Not that you can't balance on one, but don't at me. Uh, but more of like, if you have three, right? One can check two, two can check three, and three can check one, instead of one and two checking each other. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So that's why as a organizational tactic, three is better than two, in my opinion. Okay, and then the other, <laughs> sorry. Okay. <laughs> it came, I meant, yes, that sounds great. No, it's okay, because I'm used Continuing. to- Continuing. I'm used to responding to BB like that after she rambles for a while. Okay. <laughs> Four leaf clovers fit into this uh, in the way of they're actually quite rare in Ireland. One every 10,000 clovers might be four leafed. Wow. Um, and so these were precious symbols to the ancient Celts. Today, the four leaves of the clover stand for love, luck, faith, and hope. Mm. The greatest among these is luck. What? No, sorry. Hope? I'm trying to. Love, I think. Mm hmm. I would okay. I would say love. Because if you love, you can have faith. No, if you love, you can have hope. And if you love, you make your own love. But isn't that like a Bible verse or something like faith, oh, love, sure. and hope, and the greatest among these is hope? I don't know. I don't know. So here is where St. Patrick actually coincides with the shamrock. I cannot wait to find out about it. But first, I would like to write a thank you note to our sponsors. Let's go. We want to write a thank you note to Function of Beauty this week. We're sponsored in part by Function of Beauty. We've all got goals. Be healthy. Find work-life balance. Improve our relationship. But have you thought about your hair goals? Man. Oh, the heavens above. No, I have. Uh, I think this is something I've been working on since I was a kid. You know, when I was a kid... I used to slick my hair down with gel because I didn't like the way that it kind of stuck up, the way that it poked out. I had no idea that two things were wrong. First of all, volume is great. And second of all, I just wasn't using the right products for my hair. That's why I love using Function Beauty because not only do they love the volume of my hair, I bet, but they are specially designed for my needs. Function Beauty is the world leader in customizable beauty, offering precise formulations for your hair-specific need. First, Take a quick but thorough quiz to tell them a little bit about your hair type and your hair goals, such as lengthen, volumize, oil control, whatever. And every ingredient Function of Beauty uses is vegan and cruelty-free, and they never use sulfates or parabens. You can also go completely silicon-free. So never buy off the shelf. Just be disappointed ever again. Go to functionofbeauty.com slash schmanners to take your quiz and save 20% on your first order. That applies to their full range of customized hair, skin, and body products. Go to functionofbeauty.com slash schmanners to let them know we sent you and to get 20% off your order. Functionofbeauty.com slash schmanners. We also want to write a thank you note to Sunbasket because, listen, Teresa and I know some days dinner really gets away from you. There are days where all of a sudden it's like 545. We got two kids. We got two of us. And we're like, oh, no, we need to feed these children before they you know, turn on us and attempt to devour us. And so that's why it's great to have the Sun Basket Fresh and Ready Meals because the Sun Basket Fresh and Ready Meals are just $8.99, so they're good for your body and your budget, and they can be ready in minutes. Their chefs have won Michelin Awards and James Beard Award, so why not take the night off and let them cook for you? They're ready in as little as six minutes, and they're delicious. Meals like butter chicken with basmati rice pilaf, beef chili with cheddar and Greek yogurt, creamy mushroom penne with baby spinach and almonds. So right now, 
Sunbasket is offering $35 off your order when you go to sunbasket.com slash schmanners and enter promo code schmanners at checkout. That's sunbasket.com slash schmanners and enter promo code schmanners at checkout for $35 off your order. One more time, sunbasket.com slash schmanners and enter promo code schmanners. Hey folks, it's me, James Arthur M., host of Minority Corner, your home through these bewild times for weekly doses of pop culture, history, news, nerdy stuff, and more through a BIPOC queer and allied lens. I already took you back in time through one time machine. We're going back even further. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Ooh, here we go. I'm holding on. I know it seems scary because now we're in the 1830s. I know. Oh, no, we hold on. Like that time time. Continuing along on the White People's Apology Tour, Justin Timberlake. That is Minority <laughs> corner like having those difficult conversations those necessary conversations this is now the moment for 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 white people to be rising up and going this is our problem so join me and some of your new bffs every friday here on maximum fun to stay informed empowered and have some fun minority corner because together we're the majority okay so how do we crossbreed saint patrick's day and clover's in 1675, mm-hmm. there was imagery printed of St. Patrick preaching to a crowd while holding a three-leaf clover. You know, here's the thing, especially if you listen to our uh, art model episode last week, I can perfectly picture the, like, Middle Ages style, like, you know, uh, painting where the fingers are always held kind of like this, right? Where you have, like, the middle finger and the thumb together holding the thing. Mm. And, like, the fingers are all a little bit elongated and they're standing in a very saintly way, you know, you know what I'm talking about? And there's certain, like, gilded accents to it. And I can see that. In fact, I'm betting, because I've walked around it a bunch, in St. Patrick's Cathedral, almost oh, guaranteed there's yeah. a painting like that, right? Mm-hmm. And I should have said, instead of printed, I should have said imprinted or embossed, I guess, because it was on the St. Patrick coppers or like the half penny. Right. It would be pressed in? Pressed? Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, like one of those like things that like an aquarium where you crank the mm. penny through and then there's an otter. Yeah. Um, So by the 1700s, the shamrock was accepted widely as one of Ireland's national symbols. Um, And historians think it became so popular because they were obviously so abundant in Ireland, especially at this time of year. Right. Much like how we uh, are symbols, the eagle. Those things are everywhere. (laughs) Um, Okay, so the shamrock made its way to America and the first wave of Irish immigrants in the 18th century. But you know what the U.S. doesn't have a lot of in, like, New York and Boston and San Francisco? Would that be, like, grassy plains? Clover. Yeah. Um, to celebrate, an Irish person couldn't pick their beloved plant, but they substituted things like, you know, the color green uh-huh. and images of sure. shamrocks. Sure, sure, sure. Um, And the first U.S. St. Patrick's Day parade was celebrated in Boston in the 1760s. And reportedly, there were shamrocks aplenty on drawings and banners. Yes, yes, yes. Right. The only place I know for sure to find uh, clovers and stuff now is on uh, the baseball field that I played on when I was 10 years old and didn't pay attention to the game because I was looking for four-leaf clovers. That's the only place I know for sure... Okay, wait, hold on. Are you sad for me? 
Were you, until this very moment, do you think I was maybe good at baseball when I was 10? No, it's just a very evocative image, isn't it? Yes. I mean, I've seen it in TV shows and movies where, like, there's just the lone little kid watching butterflies and looking at clover. This is me. And then the ball comes toward them and they, you know, freak out a little bit or whatever. And like, hey, were you there at this game? (laughs) No. Did you time travel and see this happen to me? Did the ball come toward you? Oh, a bunch of times. I I was one of those kids that was sure, like, if the ball hits me, I die. (laughs) And I remember my dad having multiple conversations with me. We're like, here, just let me bonk you on the head with it. And you'll see. I'm like, no, I'll die. Did you not hear me, Clint? Uh, I didn't call my dad Clint. I was 10 years old. Right. You get it. Um, So even during the most tumultuous times in parts of Irish history, and there are a lot of them, the shamrock has remained a strong representation of the people who are, you know, who feel kicked around and left out a lot. I mean, I get that, right? Because it is uh, uh, as a a, like. It's hard to get rid of clovers. I mean, it sure is. They're everywhere in Ireland, and now they're everywhere here. And it's just like, they are very, what's resilient? Mm -hmm. A resilient plant. Indeed. And, you know, let's give clover a chance as a ground cover. I like it. It used to be all over my uh, my grandmother's yard, and I feel like for a while when my dad was mowing her lawn, he would be like, clover. Yeah, your dad's a real grumbly guy. You're right. Oh, and, clover, I'll get you next time. And I don't know. Grass is a monoculture and let the clover live. Yeah, anyway, you tell him, baby. Anyway, here's one of the very interesting things about shamrocks in today's modern world. Holiday cards. Apparently, the shamrock remains one of Hallmark's most popular symbols. It appears on products and cards for the entire month of March. And the Greeting Card Association cites St. Patrick's Day as one of the top 10 largest card-sending holidays in the U.S. Really? Okay. Number one is definitely Valentine's Day, right? No, Do you Christmas. think Christmas is above Valentine's Okay, let me rephrase why I assumed it was Valentine's Day. Because Valentine's Day is one day and Christmas is like a whole season. I was thinking in terms of like the day. But now that you mention it, yes. I bet Christmas, then Valentine's Day, then- Mother's Day. Mother's Day, then Father's Day. Birthdays? No, that wouldn't be ever- But Easter, maybe? I've never gotten an Easter card. But you think St. Patrick's Day is over Easter? I don't know. I don't know. Then Arbor Day, President's Day. <laughs> no, you know, I bet. Uh, Definitely not Arbor Day I bet because Veterans it's Day trees. is in there where you would give that to like relatives that served or like people you knew that served or oh, you know, okay. family. I okay. bet that that is in there. Uh, Thanksgiving? No. 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 I don't know. Oh, it's so much you fun know what? to now wildly that, speculate. But the reason I did this is while you said it, like a really impressive stat, now that I've said it out loud, being in the top 10 of card giving holidays when I can't think of eight <laughs> other ones might not be that impressive, all things considered. Anyway. I'm just saying. Approximately Halloween? seven. Sorry, go on. Approximately seven million cards were exchanged in 2020. Um, and it's a very popular holiday, mostly in part because of the US's celebration of it, right? So it's it's most it's like an Irish. And then the United States thing. Well, and we've, we've talked about this on previous episodes, too. It's like the way 
we do it here in the United States. Oh, it's of course. Wildly different. Um, but it's it's kind of like uh, to to uh, put it fairly simply, it reminds me a lot of like when we think of Hanukkah, where people think of like Hanukkah as being this like mega holiday in the Jewish religion because it's like it rivals Christmas. And if you're actually in you know, the Jewish religion, you're like, it's not actually that big a <laughs> deal. And so like we think of St. Patrick's Day like the Irish just love it. And the Irish are like, I mean, it's, it's, <laughs> it's fine. fine. It's fine. Uh, you do what on the day? Oh boy. Are hey America, are you okay? Okay, let's get into some etiquette regarding shamrocks. Oh yes, please, please do this. Literally anyone is allowed to wear the shamrock because it's awesome. There are festivals where you shouldn't dress in like traditional garb of the festival, mm. you know, things like that. Um, but this is not one of those times. Yeah, so, I, I, I would stress that there's a large difference between uh, the cultural appropriation yes, uh, versus like this is a symbol of the holiday. You know what I right. mean? Like if you wore a sweater with a Christmas tree on it, mm-hmm. right? It wouldn't be like, oh, you're stealing Germanic traditions, right? Exactly. It has become part of the holiday. Uh, though I will say on that note, it's something I think we talk about every St. Patrick's Day, uh, but I will reiterate it throughout the rest of time when we talk about it, which is to equate St. Patrick's Day. Here's the thing. Yes, St. Patrick's Day here in the United States is a drinking holiday, right? It is so much of mainstream culture around St. Patrick's Day here revolves around alcohol consumption. The problem is, is that people will often thoughtlessly and carelessly and sometimes cruelly equate drinking to Irishness and alcoholism to Irishness. And those are very harmful stereotypes. Mm -hmm. Uh, And there are so many like really harmful uh, and offensive like joke t-shirts and joke Right, the whole kiss me, I'm Irish thing. Or kiss me, I'm drunk. And like with the shamrocks around it or like it just being about like, isn't it funny Right. How much the Irish love their alcohol. Like it's it's So let's not disrespect a national symbol in the same way we wouldn't disrespect one of our national symbols like the American flag. Right. Right? Not that some people wouldn't. I mean you're right. Yeah. Um but and let me just be clear there, because I said it carelessly, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I don't mean the people who like kneel and stuff is totally cool. I mean the people who use it to incite violence. Yes. Go on. Um, but you know, like wear green, yeah. drink some beer. Yeah, beer's great, but don't dress up like a leprechaun. No, well, mostly because it looks silly. It it well, <laughs> yes, but I mean, it's kind of it's insulting. Yeah, it's it's it's. This is the question I think that people should ask themselves more, which is: Is the thing I am about to do perpetuating a stereotype? Exactly. And if the answer is yes, don't. Do it. There are wonderful ways to feel connected to the holiday without being xenophobic or racist. Yeah, and and that goes across the board. Mm -hmm. Don't be xenophobic and racist and, you know, thoughtless and careless and cruel ever. Um, Also, like we said at the beginning, don't pinch people. No. Keep your hands to yourself, please. And you know what? Uh, I'll go along those lines. Uh, you know, it's fun. I, I now I'm 37. Oh, God. Um, and it is fun sometimes to be inebriated, and it's fun sometimes, uh, to you know, to really let go and let loose and have uh, an excuse to indulge. But if for you, indulging results in um, violating other people's personal space, making other people uncomfortable, putting yourself in danger, putting others in danger. 
putting other, basically infringing on someone else's right to exist or enjoy their good time, then you probably do still need to exhibit, I'll not say you do, need to exhibit self-control uh, and not do that because there is no excuse for violating someone else's personal space, putting someone else in danger, putting yourself in danger, or in any way kind of ruining someone else's experience just because you're quote unquote having fun. Mm -hmm. That's not a thing. So don't do that. Be respectful. Here's a great way to celebrate. Go on a shamrock hunt. Try and see, I mean, don't go in anybody's yard, don't trespass on private property, but go see if you can find some three-leaf clover-looking things. Yeah. That would be fun. I mean, there wouldn't be any candy in it, because that's that's the Easter egg hunt that BB's only interested in. It's the only thing BB wants. Sometimes we just take candy we were going to give her anyways, just put it <laughs> in eggs. And then hide it in the living room. Then hide in the she living loves room. it. But then she's like, can you help me find it? And it's like, I know where they are. I hid them. <laughs> this is defeating the whole purpose. Uh, I will also say, it, this is one of those holidays that I wish this would catch on more, which is, man, there's some really good food, uh, like dishes out of Ireland. Like, sure. this could easily become a cooking holiday along the same lines of, like, a Thanksgiving of, like, you have your friends over for, like, a St. Patrick's Day feast. That's what it should be. That would be yummy. And, well. You're going to make I one. I mean, that's what I do now. Uh, cabbage is great when you make it right, folks. And, like, cold cannon is great. And corned beef is great. Or, like, bacon, which is what. It would be if you were in Ireland, because listen yes. to our episode. Listen to our episode. But easily, it could be a, a, a cooking holiday for sure. I have to mention this because I was gobsmacked. Oh, someone smacked your gob? The Guinness World Record for largest clover is a 54-leaf clover found get, in Japan in 2019. Get out of the town. 54. There is an episode of Futurama. In which he finds a seven leaf, septuple leaf clover. So, with seven leaves. And septuple, I always thought, yeah, yeah I always seven. thought that was just a joke. I didn't know that it went beyond four. Totally. I didn't know they made them that big. That's uh, ridiculous. So, you have to think that whoever was counting that one got to like five and went, I should get some more eyes on this. <laughs> Maybe. And I, I, I'm not quite sure if it was intentionally cultivated or if it was I hope not. We shouldn't upon. have that power. That should not be a power human beings possess. That's too much. Only God should be able to create a 54-leaf <laughs> clover. What was the record before that? Because if it was four, it's a huge jump, and we should all be worried. Um, I'd have to do some further research on that. I hope it was 53, because otherwise, what's happening over there? <laughs> oh, boy. All right. So that's going to do it for us. Thank you so much. Uh, for joining us. Thank you so much, Alex, for helping with research. And I, I said it before and I'll say it again. Um, we love you very much here at Schmanners HQ. And what we want is for you to be safe. We want you to make safe choices. Listen, your mom and dad love you very much. And we want you to make safe choices. We want you to have fun. Of course we do. We had fun when we were your age. <laughs> but we want you to be responsible and make good choices. Do not drink and drive. Do not get in a car with someone else if they've been drinking. We have so many options these days of ways to drive safely. Even if you are inebriated, you can call a friend, you can call a Lyft, you can call a taxi, whatever is the case. Do not, do not, do not drive drunk. And you can always just call me. I'll come pick you up wherever uh, it, you are. It's a, it's a pandemic. Oh, you're still, right. You're right. Okay. So. Don't do that. Uh, we want to say thank you to MaximumFun.org. Uh, speaking of which, the Max Fun Drive is going to be coming up before you know it. And let me tell you, folks. 
we got some pretty good stuff in the chamber. You're going to love it. Um, keep sending in your idiom ideas mm-hmm. to us. Uh, we've got some pretty good ones that we're very excited about. Uh, we want to say uh, go check out all the other uh, McRoy Family podcasts. You can find all those projects at McRoy.family. I've been streaming over on Twitch, and I'm having a wonderful, lovely time using all of the manners I've learned from my wife. I've been doing cocktail parties and stuff and trying to be a good host. You can find that at twitch.tv slash the Travis McRoy. Uh, what else? Uh, we always thank Brent, Brentofloss Black, for writing our theme music, which is available as a ringtone where those are found. Also, thank you to Kayla M. Wassel for her Twitter thumbnail art. At SchmannersCast is where we get all of our uh, listener questions when we have topics for questions. Thank you to Bruja Betty Pinup Photography for the cover banner of our fan-run Facebook group, Schmanners Fanners. Go ahead and join that group if you love to give and get excellent advice from other fans. And uh, once again, SchmannersCast at gmail.com is where we get all of our topics. Uh, and uh, don't forget to go over to Matt MacroyMerch.com and check out all the fun merch there, including the pen of the month for the Macro family, which is It's Sausage to Me, based on our idioms episodes. Uh, and, and that uh, goes to Benefit Feeding Texas, the largest hunger relief organization in Texas. So go check that out. Uh, and I think that's going to do it for us. Uh, so join us again next week. No RSVP required. You've been listening to Schmanners. Manners, Schmanners. Get it. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.